When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday, the 2nd of August. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley Brewer, on Talk. Coming up, well, if you've just woken up, breaking news overnight in the United States. Uh, the former US President Donald Trump faces four criminal charges relating to the riot at the Capitol building and attempts to overturn the 2020 election results. Meanwhile, the first migrants to be housed on the Bibby Stockholm barge won't arrive until next week at the earliest after firefighters warned it may be a death trap. And first-time offenders for drug possession theft and shoplifting will be given cautions rather than going to court. That's new uh, uh, advisory from the government to the police. But did any of those people go to court in the first place? We'll be talking about all of that. The time right now is 6.33. This is Talk Breakfast. Well, thank you very much indeed for your company. Very much appreciate you joining me. And as I say, a lot to talk about. Certainly a lot more to talk about than uh, I would planned on the show overnight. Uh, we saw Donald Trump facing new criminal charges. He already faces a whole host of other criminal charges uh, and with possibly more to come relating uh, to the uh, election in Georgia uh, in 2020. But the four criminal charges relating to... Um, alleged attempts to overturn the 2020 election result, uh, despite losing to Joe Biden, and also uh, fomenting, basically, uh, the capital riots on January the 6th, 2021, in which five people died, 140 police were injured. And the US Justice Department Special Counsel Jack Smith um, uh, spoke uh, yesterday, uh, well, overnight, uh, and he announced uh, the charges. Let's have a little listen uh, to the four counts that he has been charged with. Today... An indictment was unsealed. 
charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to disenfranchise voters, and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. The indictment was issued by a grand jury of citizens here in the District of Columbia, and it sets forth the crimes charged in detail. I encourage everyone to read it in full. Well, um, this is what Jack Smith had to say. It was quite a lengthy uh, uh, statement, 45-page court document about the grand jury indictment. Um, let's talk about this with uh, Sam Armstrong, who's a commentator and joins us right now. Um, look, we've seen, you know, we've had civil cases against Donald Trump, a huge number of those, one of which, of course, he he, uh, he lost to E. Jean Carroll about an attempted rape, um, uh, although he was found guilty only of sexually assaulting her and defaming her in a civil case. We've got other charges in Miami about this national security documents taken to Mar-a-Lago. 37 charges in New York relating to falsifying his business records before and after the 2016 uh, presidential election that he won. These are perhaps the most serious yet. I mean, some of these carry a 20-year penalty behind bars. Um, four criminal charges, conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, conspiracy against rights. Basically, it's a you, you tried to stop the counting of legitimate votes to to bring in some false votes uh, to, to try and win that election, which you knew you had lost. Uh, and you basically exploited and fueled the storming of the Capitol building by your supporters. Now, these are extraordinarily serious allegations. They are. And they sound even more serious when they have been converted into legalese. But let's boil yeah. them down to what they really are. The, the first category is that he spoke to politicians, that is the likes of... Mike Pence is vice president who has this strange role in the Senate yeah. uh, and asked them not to certify or at least to delay certifying the result. That's category one. Category two uh, are even uh, slightly odd, actually. It's that he went out and told these crowds things that he knew or believed were yeah. untrue about the events. And he said, you know, the, the election was stolen when he clearly knew that they weren't. And that's where I actually depart from the idea to prosecute Trump, that seems to me very dangerous to go out there and say, look, you said things that weren't true. Um, we didn't like what you were trying to do yeah. and we're going to prosecute you. It reminds me of that yeah. strange Boris Johnson prosecution over the bus, which, of course, yeah. the English legal system said uh, no, not, no and, and this is the thing. I think there's a very big, very, very big difference between... I mean, I yeah, there's no question at all in my mind that Don, I know he's innocent until proven guilty. In fact, what's one of the things the special counsel said? You know, he, he's, he's, he's not been convicted of these crimes. Um, but it's, we, we know that, you know, there's... there's the, the, the possible charges in Georgia, him literally calling up the Attorney General there, a Republican Attorney General, and it's on tape, saying, you know, find me some extra votes. Um, a lot of these things, I, th I think, frankly, he's going to be found bang to rights on. But I am very unhappy about him being, you know, charged with something related to, you know, he, people have a right to tell lies. I mean, that's, it's like people have a right to say hateful things. I, I You know, this is, these are fundamental. Their argument is, well, you knew it to be untrue and you were fueling this, uh, this anger and fueling uh, this. Now, if you go back to what he said, particularly in that speech he gave at the rally ahead of the storming of the Capitol building on January the 6th, 2021, um, he was, look, he was definitely, you know, getting them up and he was talking about you have to fight to take your country back. But, you know, a lot of this is metaphor. It's not. I, mean, I, I, you know, I am no fan of Donald Trump. Um, there's no doubt at all he had a moral responsibility and indeed, I would say, um, constitutional responsibility to try and stop the riots once, once people had stormed the building. We know we've got numerous different people, his close aides, 
the closest people to him saying that they were urging him. We've seen documents, we've seen messages from his own children urging him to, uh, they've come out on all that January 6th inquiry, um, to, to you know, speak up, go on TV, tell your supporters to leave the Capitol building. Um, this, this, this is not just a, a demonstration. This is a violent riot. People were fearful for their lives. People did lose their lives in that, uh, in that riot. Uh, and he failed to do so. They say he exposed it. And I think what he did, I think what he did then was just morally reprehensible. Uh, he was apparently sitting there watching the TV, sort of rubbing his hands with glee, loving it all. But I don't think, I mean, in terms of trying to overturn the votes, trying to actually find false votes, trying to persuade Mike Pence, his vice president, again, someone for whom I do not hold a candle at all, to uh, uh, to basically, go, no, just go along. You're the vice president. You've got the power. Just basically refuse to certify these uh, these these election results and we'll just we'll just keep power that way. I mean, to me, there's no doubt at all in my mind that, that, that he's guilty of those things. You know, it, 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 there's, so, there's so much evidence that he is. Um, is it a... Is it a good idea for these charges to be brought, though? Because I, I think what he did was wrong. But in terms of American, American democracy is on its knees already. And Democrats have just as much to blame for this as Republicans. But does charging these sort of criminal charges against a former president and someone who wants to be the next president running in the, the, the front run of the Republican nomination, does that in any way make things better? Yeah, there's two questions here. A... It, what? Let's start with where we agree. It was wrong. But A, is it a crime? Is yeah. it a crime to ask an elected official to do something, even if you just, that elected official says, no, yes. that's wrong? Uh, I shouldn't be doing that. Is that a crime? That's, that's A. And B, is it wise? Because half of America will be watching this this morning mm. and saying, this is fantastic. He's finally had his comeuppance. That dreadful man. Uh, mm. Lock him up. Lock him up forever. Yeah. Give him the death penalty for all I care. The other half of America will be saying, this is a coup. This is outrageous. Yeah. And this is a country that is being torn apart yeah. at the centre of the line. And don't forget, of course... This special, um, this grand jury that decided to charge him in America before you're charged, a, a jury has to decide, uh, is, is there sufficient evidence for a case to be brought? He didn't go and find it, the special counsel in Georgia mm. or in Tennessee or in Texas or any state that Donald Trump won. Where did he go and find it? Washington DC, yeah. the most democratic, anti-Trump, aggressively anti-Trump. And this, but this is where the, the, the law is not neutral in America. We know this. We know you, people who you know, prosecutors are effectively, you know, elected um, partisan people. And I think again, another fatal flaw. I think America is on its knees. I think constitutionally, America is a broken nation. They're, so many Americans seem to think, oh, you know, we're the greatest country on earth. You're simply not on. I mean, you're the richest and biggest military. That's it, guys. You've lost all moral authority and, and the country torn apart. But there is just a fundamental issue in a democracy of the peaceful transition of power. And, and, and we saw this, you know, all these uh, uh, all these questions being raised uh, in 2020 and 2021 over that election by the Republicans. Of course, that echoes what happened in 2016 and January 2017 from the Hillary Clinton Democrats uh, claiming that you know Russia had basically colluded with the. Uh, um, Donald Trump uh, stolen that election. You know, I, I would I would say to the Republicans, 
um, well, so the Democrats who were saying, yeah, you know, he's a terrible man. He's not actually not actually sort of a proper you know, believer in democracy in the US Constitution. I would say to them, you started it. You you foolishly claimed that that election was not, you know, perfectly legitimately won, which it was. It, it, undoubtedly, it was a legitimate election of Donald Trump. You know, I didn't like it, but he he was elected fair and square as the president of the United States. Um, so they kind of brought this on themselves, have they not, by raising questions about the voting system, raising questions about the counting system. Um, but here we are now um, in this situation. We've got the front runner for the Republican nomination up against the sitting Democrat president. Big questions about Joe Biden, which do not get the same amount of media. And I, I, I hold my hands up to not having paid enough attention to this stuff in years in, in the years gone by, um, you know, related to, um, you know, his family has got very, very, very rich and no one can see why unless he's basically using his contacts as vice president and as president and certainly with his uh, his role uh, with his son, uh, Hunter Biden, and the numerous jobs the man has as a drug adult, um, you know, layabout who, who, who apparently earns millions doing stuff that he has no expertise in whatsoever. There are clearly question marks about the Biden family. Um, but the thing with Donald Trump here is we are we are talking about somebody who who is very likely to win the Republican nomination. Every time there is another charge that is brought against him, his support, his base love him even more. They send him more money. They, you know, they, they turn up at his rallies. Do you think this is going to cement the support among the base and therefore get him through that Republican nomination process to stand against Biden in November next year? Or do you think that actually there comes a point when, after we've looked at, you know, the charges relating to those business records, the charges related uh, to false, you know, to, to um, those national security documents at Mar-a-Lago, that actually there comes a point when Republicans could go, enough is enough. We cannot have a man facing this many criminal charges, this many court cases running as our candidate. Well, it cuts both ways, of course, because it also adds weight to his argument that this is a witch hunt, that this is a persecution yeah. against him. And look, they, they can't just settle themselves down with just one charge. They've had to charge me with a dozen different offences and all the rest of it. And there is this theory, and it's nothing more than a theory, of course, that the Democrats would like to run against Donald Trump. They yeah. don't quite like the idea of running against the, the likes of Ron DeSantis. And one of the reasons they're running up these charges is because they think it helps Donald Trump with his base. You've always got to be alive to that prospect. Yeah. That, you know, in politics, sometimes choosing your opponent uh, is a very valuable thing indeed for yeah. winning a campaign. Because Trump's got that base, but we know that in polls, you know, he's lost the, the centre ground. The, well, give him a go. We'll see how it goes. Thing. Yeah, I mean, again, if you, these are your two best candidates. What does that say about your country? Um, I'd love to hear from you. Do get in touch. I know people have got very divided views on this, but uh, Donald Trump facing four criminal charges relating to the riot at the Capitol building and attempts to overturn the 2020 elections results. What's your reaction? Just tell us what you think. Tweet me at Talk TV, text the word talk in your message to 87222. Love to get your calls on air as well. Give me a call. 0344-499-1000 is the number. 6.45 is the time. This is Talk Breakfast. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 